0: Coming up today on the show, we're going to talk about the latest Disney news and rumors. That's coming up next on Traveling with the Mouse. (music) Welcome, everybody, to episode 197 of Traveling with the Mouse for Thursday, March the 21st, 2019. My name is Adam Brown, and I am joined... As always, by Mr John Martin. Hey, how's it going? It's good. It's the first day of spring. The first full day of spring anyway. Spring and has I sprung. Can barely tell, actually. So it's, <laughs> it's been... still a little chilly here where we in I'm our like, neck of the woods, as Al Roker says.
1: Yeah. It's been like a Katy Perry song. Which song? Hot and cold. Oh, okay. Hot and Cold. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And back and forth.
0: Right on. So this is, if you've noticed, our second news episode in a row. We did the follow-up on our Parkeology slash all rides, every ride challenge. And so we we got that out on Thursdays to get that out uh, quickly. It's gotten a pretty good response. So if you want to hear more of the topic, let us know at our email address, podcast at travelingwiththemouse.com or on social media. You can reach out that way as well. We'll probably do more on this anyway in the in the future. So, yeah, stay I would tuned for say that. There's
1: a pretty good chance of that based on how much we've been talking about it lately off air.
0: Yes, so. <laughs> and the, and we we're already talking about our next uh, attempts, you know, or attempts at doing it. All of us have been. So, we'll yes, Um we'll work on that.
1: I'm I'm actually hoping to maybe one day be able to do this i don't know if i if i find i get a good opportunity to do it either by myself or maybe we can do it together i don't know yeah. know which would would work out but
0: it'd be fun to try yes so that aside let's let's get into some of the news because there has been quite a bit of news since monday that has broken really since last week that is broken uh, one of them that i found Fairly interesting here is that the Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular at Hollywood Studios is going to be updated over the next year or so, starting sometime in the spring of 2020. It will start a refurb that should last from maybe a year or a little less than a year. It's expected to reopen in uh, summer of 2021, before the 50th anniversary of walt disney world but this is one of the opening year attractions of hollywood studios and pretty much the only or the oldest surviving attraction from mgm studios and this show really hasn't changed at all over the 30 years it's been open so it's pretty much due i think for some sort of change wouldn't you think
1: yeah um i I've always thought. I mean, even though I like the original show, I've always wished that they would have incorporated the other films, other than just Raiders, in right. the show. Yeah, um,
0: I mean, it's funny. This it's opened like, in '89, so why didn't they incorporate Last Crusade just to get some people interested in that movie? You know, I wonder why.
1: I, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure the idea or the was probably in the works well before then. Probably, matter of fact, if you think about it, when they first I had the idea for the studios and the development, even just the building of the park itself, it probably started in like eighty five, eighty six. So
0: yeah, probably you know, yeah. That's true. Was, Yeah, before Crusade was probably even in production. Yeah.
1: So, at that time, they all they all they had was Raiders and Temple of Doom, and well.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, we know which one and if Disney parks they're gonna do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I still feel like they could take potentially some of this. We'll see. A lot of the stuff in Temple of Doom, you know, was more not like
0: a, yeah, not uh, stunt worthy.
1: Yeah, I mean, the, it relied more heavily on special effects, I guess. Mm. A lot of the stuff they did stunt wise is the best way to put it.
0: You mean they uh, couldn't rip out a stuntman's heart in front of everybody yeah. and, and have or, him survive?
1: You know, how do you how do you set up? being chased by water yes you know, or in a mine car chase and you
0: can't really do that you know? so yeah so it yeah. makes a lot of sense kind of to do space. raiders
1: yeah i mean that's what i'm saying another thing in temple of doom a lot of their stunts went on such a grand scale you know yeah. as far as the area that they had to uh to do them in
0: yeah you'd probably could say that about last crusade too so it makes sense why they stuck with raiders
1: i still feel like they could incorporate some though from, from those other ones
0: yeah, they probably could have you know the castle scene maybe so, I mentioned that the stunt show, the main thing that is rumored that will be changed is they're going to cut out all this sort of film production studio part of the stunt show, because the part of the show, really, if you haven't seen it in a while, and I haven't seen it in a while, but I remember that it, they make it seem as though they're filming all this, and it's it's a working production of an indie film, essentially, but they're going to cut all that out because there's basically nothing left at Hollywood studios that resembles a studio at this point. So that makes sense that they would change that. There's supposed to be an indie film coming out in 2021. So maybe they'll incorporate something from that, even though Harrison Ford is going to be like 85 years old by the time another Indiana Jones comes out. So that's yeah. going to be interesting. Moving it should on. should be interesting. The Skyliner
1: We're steadily moving closer to the projected fall 2019 date. It looks like it's moving right along. With Galaxy's Edge opening when it does on August 29th, do you feel like that the Skyliner is going to open along the same lines, along the same time, or perhaps it's going to be behind Galaxy's Edge now? Any thoughts on that?
0: I mean, they they haven't changed the wording they originally said fall they haven't changed that up to this point but i have to believe they're going to open this before galaxy's age that's my thought because i feel like they're going to want this option available it looks like it's ready to open in like a month or two the way that they've been testing it and the stations are almost done and everything like that so
1: yeah i mean as far as the vehicles based on everything i've seen it looks like they are like ready really yeah i mean i know they're running all kind of tests i don't know what they're what they're looking for
0: yeah they've Uh, even been running one of them uncovered you know as we've seen yeah pictures of so um seems like they're testing the airflow on that one
1: yeah it wouldn't surprise me if like late at night or something that they're actually like putting people in it or something like yeah workers
0: right just to test some of the airflow and things like that yeah Yeah.
1: or early yeah or early morning whichever you want to say but
0: I think um, from the pictures I've seen, the only station that doesn't look super close to being done is the main hub, the Caribbean Beach one, but it doesn't look like it's far from being done. And
1: I'm trying to figure out what Disney any longer qualifies as fall. I mean, <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, I mean Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, is that going to open before Galaxy's Edge 2? They're going to move that up? I don't know. I mean... I. They talk about it
1: as though it's going to be open soon, but I don't. I I mean, they haven't given a specific date (laughs) so far. So I mean, it's weird. All these things we thought were going to come along before Galaxy's Edge, and now we have a date for Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, it's totally got to be because they're trying to um, end the fiscal year with a with a boost. Yeah, totally got to be.
0: Yeah, because if you're looking for a hotel room right now in the summer before Galaxy's Edge opens. You can find some really, really cheap rates right now.
1: Well, I know they're, they're probably, they're doing their best to try and boost it as much as they can. But, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they're finally running into that that we were
0: talking about.
1: The, with the prices going up, people are probably waiting and reconsidering going until they know everything's open. Or maybe they're trying to save until the uh, the 50th. Yeah. Uh, before they decide to to take a trip you know it doesn't seem like it's having the desired effect thus far we'll see
0: you know i've talked to someone today who was saying they they were just they're big star wars people but they were just like i, I i'm afraid to take my kids because it's so going to be so crowded and i don't like crowds or lines and i think a lot of people are feeling that anxiety about How long should we wait? Should we wait a couple of years for this to die down? You know, I think a lot of people are are thinking that.
1: Well, I mean, as I mentioned to you, one of the reasons why I scheduled my trip when I did was I was actually trying to get there before Galaxy's Edge. Right. And now it'll be pretty much just after the opening. I've actually considered, because of everything else, I've considered moving my dates even.
0: Really? Um, To earlier?
1: Well, yeah, if I did that, I would be out on my dining now, though.
0: Oh, uh, so, yeah.
1: You see what I mean? So that makes a difference. I don't know. If I move it later, it's not really going to help too much as far as Galaxy's Edge goes. But.
0: Right. Especially if you, because I guarantee if you moved it to, like, early November or something, that would be the week that Rise of the Resistance opens. <laughs> Possibly. And you'd be hit again by the crowds.
1: Well, yeah, I don't know.
0: Sticking with Hollywood Studios, here's another one about some new things finally opening in Hollywood Studios. The new bus loops are fi- officially open as of, I believe it was this past Monday, they opened. Uh, the new bus loop looks amazing. It's a lot like the Magic Kingdom bus loop. It reminds me a lot of that. Of course, it's themed to the Hollywood Studios colors, you know, that the green and the red accents and everything. It's a lot closer than those temporary bus stops were, so that is a huge plus for resort guests. So that is a great thing that this is finally starting to open up, and trying to get into Hollywood Studios now is going to be a lot easier from now on. So definitely, and.
1: You know we mentioned just on last week's about how they were redoing the buses for the water parks they're they they appear yeah. to be trying to make improvements to the bus routes in general so right. um and the the bus stop there at the Hollywood Studios is further proof of that, yep so and I believe they're, they're making some good moves I think in this so
0: yeah, I believe it's also uh, if you're uh, shuttling from like a Disney springs resort, your uh, bus stop is now at this loop as well it's probably i think it's one of the last ones along with like art of animation and pop century and the values but um you're you're dropped off here now i don't think you were dropped off before at a bus stop i think it was separate area so that's a good thing yeah the the layout
1: reminds me a lot of how they ended up doing magic kingdoms bus stop Mm -hmm. yeah almost exactly added yeah even and with the new restrooms, you know, too, it,
0: which is a good thing. Yeah. It's more conducive to traffic flow. Yeah. And this is good because Hollywood Studios, the buses come in from the old, like from the Epcot Resorts Boulevard area, the, that entrance, and the cars now come off of Osceola, so if you're driving in, you won't you won't be uh, driving in the same way as buses go and everything, so... It's completely separated now, I think that's gonna be a great thing, so
1: all right. Moving on. Well moving into uh a bit of the movie and entertainment world, just recently the news story broke that James Gunn will actually return to direct yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy three. As you know, there was a good bit of outcrying and even some comments made by the cast of the Guardians films regarding uh, them Dismissing him mm-hmm. due to his social media messages from the past.
0: Yeah, from like um, eight years ago or something. Yeah, yeah. It was a long time ago. It looks like
1: they finally decided that they were going to go forward with rehiring him. Based on how the first two films turned out, I'd say that's a good move. And, you know, it's not like he was. Is one of those things where he was like trying to deny it or trying to keep it on the down low or anything like you said it was something from eight years ago he they, you know owned up to it admitted it yeah. put it in the past and he's keep um going. moving forward which is what everybody else should be doing personally that's what i think so
0: yeah, um, give him a second chance i think disney did this initially as like a okay we want to try to avoid any media yeah. storm or controversy and now that it died down and it seems like most people are in favor of ringing back on they're like okay it, it's not it going to be a big like deal. Gonna...
1: <laughs> they anticipated exactly. a heavy ne- negative yeah. reaction. Yeah. So they made the knee-jerk decision. Yeah. And whenever that out. didn't really, it was just kind of the opposite. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they're like, oh, okay. I mean, yeah. So they decided to go ahead and bring him back. Yeah. I, 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 that's kind of cowardly in my opinion, but I'm just glad it worked out in this case, so. Yeah, they get a little bit too much into the people-pleasing thing nowadays. A lot of places do. I, that's not, I mean, I get you're in the business of entertainment. But when it's all said and done, you're going to find that most people want what they want. And I know that doesn't sound good in some cases, but for the most part they do. Unless someone's done something, like, really bad, then, yeah, The, the, the in general, you're always going to find somebody that's still going to be negative. But in general, there's forgiveness, <laughs> you know.
0: There's another interesting one that came up recently that I've was you know came out of nowhere, and that is that Disney is finally going to replace the old Circle of Life theater uh, show that was on for uh, that was there for like twenty years, I think.
1: Uh, yeah, so I'm saying I don't remember this the full name of it now. <laughs> yeah, it was something.
0: Yeah, with it had the Lion King characters in there. Maybe it was
1: Circle of Life was just the name of it. Yeah.
0: It was a Circle of Life theater. I remember that is what they called it. And then, of course, the film was you know, Lion King characters talking about the destruction of the planet and things like that and conservation and all that. And after the last time I saw it, I was like, this is a really boring uh, film. And it really didn't make good use of the Lion King characters, so... They're replacing it with a film called Awesome Planet, which from the artwork of the film, looks a lot like you know that the BBC series Planet Earth, which was awesome when it first came out. So it looks like something along those lines, maybe a little documentary just about the planet and the land essentially since it is going to be in the land pavilion um it, it'll be interesting i probably would check it out but i don't think it's one that you know people are going to be excited to keep coming back and seeing over and over again but you got to do something with that theater right so i think this is a good uh, move but very unexpected you know they uh, there's a quote here that says disney says we're aware of course that each time we touch epcot we are touching the setting for millions of precious family memories. So we are very careful stewards of this park. What do you think about since that quote? When,
1: since when? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's what I was wondering. Yeah. I, I don't know.
0: Since recently, I guess, when they're yeah you know, trying to help the entrance area and all the The recent updates seem pretty good, but yeah, if you go well, back 10 this. or 15 years...
1: Yeah, I will say this. During the Eiger era, one part that I do like about it is the focus on preserving, not changing too much the original attractions. They did as little to them as possible. The real classic ones, which I've, you know, in some cases they could have potentially been in danger in the Eisner era. Yeah. Like Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, for instance, and yeah. things like that, you know, changing in fa- just in favor of a what was was hot at the time like Winnie the Pooh. They could have managed to do something with Pooh and still have kept Toad around, I think. I wish they would yeah. have, but I mean, that's that, neither here nor there now.
0: Yeah, okay. Let's not have that debate now cuz I don't yeah. get me started on Toad. Yep. Yeah. All
1: right. So, um there is going to be a new fireworks show coming to Magic Kingdom Halloween Park in uh later this in this year. That's cool. Um, And along with three different ride overlays, which are kind of in the speculation category right now, Magic Kingdom will host a brand-new Fireworks Spectacular as well as new overlays for existing parts. No name for the show is known yet. The current Spectacular will replace Happy Hallowishes, which debuted in 2005, which I was actually there during that time period when they debuted that one. Mm -hmm. I remember...
0: Yeah, watching.
1: I didn't go to the Halloween party, but I watched from the beach, the the poly Beach, so Polynesian for those of you yeah. that don't know. I remember watching the fireworks there that night, and uh, it happened to be during a Halloween party, and it was the first time I remember seeing like this wide range of fireworks over the park. You know, it was over the whole park instead of just the castle at the very end, like the finale yeah. was. Um, so much that it didn't fit entirely in my camera view because I was filming it, right? Um, at the time, I mean, I'm in where all of a sudden it was this the whole place lit up with with fireworks, and I thought that was pretty cool at that point in time.
0: Yeah, ho- hopefully but, they keep um, that. I'm sure they'll keep that element of it. Um, whatever they do. Yeah,
1: I mean, I feel like yeah, that type of element involved. You're right, but you know, Happy Hallowishes has been going on. As I said, you know that a means it's been. Almost, It would have been 14 years had it made it to this year, which is pretty long for one show. Now, you know, last year they um, did some overlays with Pirates, Space Mountain, and Mad Tea Party, which for the most part was not very well received. The Space Mountain one was one that had been done before. The Ghosts of the Galaxy overlay like they've had in Disneyland before. Mm -hmm. The Pirates of the Caribbean one was way overhyped for what it actually (laughs) ended up being yeah although it was at least i guess they made an effort to do something different this year it says they'll bring three new overlays now again it's not officially been announced so i'm not really sure this is one of those i would put in the rumors category at the moment they're talking about tomorrowland transit authority big thunder mountain railroad and monsters inc laugh floor um i doesn't there's no details because it's not really official that these are the ones are going to do but these are just the ones being talked about that will have overlays
0: yeah. this time around which is so. uh, cool i could imagine on the people mover it would be during the space mountain part they might add some effects in there to try to scare you or something i don't know <laughs> who knows yeah
1: i mean they could do something with it i don't know what you do with monsters inc laugh floor the Thunder Mountain Railroad, though, at nighttime, there's probably a lot of stuff you could really throw in over okay. there if you want to.
0: I really hope, and I doubt that they could do this as, like, a quick little overlay, but I really would love the dynamite ending on the last lift hill. You know, that the whole dynamite setting off the charges that Disneyland has, Disneyland Paris has. I think Tokyo may even yeah, yeah. have it. So, Disney World's, like, the only one that doesn't have it yet. So... That would be cool if they did that. Maybe they could make it work. I doubt they could add that That's... super quick, you know.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it'd be, it'd be cool seeing like a haunted overlay of
0: something. Yeah, I mean, something. They but could do something. Sense. All right, well, continuing on with some more maintenance or changes to Magic Kingdom. If you're there currently, you'll notice that they're are draining the moat um all around the castle and even all the way around the hub actually it looks like from what i've read there's two reasons why they're doing this one is for the expansion of the pathway between the liberty square area to behind the castle that's one reason why they're dra- draining it and the other is uh, they drain it every couple of years for maintenance uh, to clean clean the area and uh, clean any debris out of that that area so that's two twofold I think that's why they're doing it uh, draining the whole moat instead of just just that one section I think they're doing some more maintenance but uh, I think this is also you know for the 50th they're trying to get everything spruced up and so they're doing things like this now it'll be interesting to see how long this takes to expand that pathway they're uh, going to be bringing back these swan boats, right, for the 50th? I would love that, actually. That would be
1: awesome. <laughs> yeah. That um, would be cool. I don't see it happening, but, you know, it would be a cool little, a small little touch, I guess, I could yeah. do for,
0: I I don't like think, nostalgia. Yeah, I don't think they physically can since they expanded the hub and also yeah, the bridge I, to, um, it may eventually. Be, yeah.
1: It may be impossible. Yeah.
0: I don't think you can make it through there anymore <laughs> in anything. Yeah. So, oh well.
1: Oh well. One can dream. All right. I think we may have mentioned this. I don't remember. or mentioned something about it. The walk around the world personal, personalized bricks near Magic Kingdom are scheduled right. to be removed in phases. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you have one there, you might want to go check. I wonder, what, did, they, did they give specifics on what they're going to do with them?
0: They're gonna destroy them, from what I understand.
1: But I'm just saying, couldn't the uh, family lay claim to it or something? I mean, if they know one out there.
0: Well, it says if you are if you've purchased one before, you can get a discount. Basically, you only pay ten dollars to have a recreation of your brick made, and uh, you just okay. have to prove that you have one.
1: If they're gonna pick them up or uh, take them up. Why can't you get the original? That's what I'm
0: saying. Well, the reason they gave, and I th- uh, there's a quote somewhere about it. It says because of the removal method, they can't remove them individually. I guess it would take too long. So they're just going to, like, rip them up, and they probably won't be able to guarantee that they don't destroy some of them, at least. You know, so they're not going to just, like, gently take them up one by one. They're just going to, like, plop, bulldoze them out. So it's like, uh,
1: <laughs> it's like Chip Gaines on demo day.
0: Okay. For anybody
1: that knows what that reference is. So anyway, Disney's Walk Around the World, which I don't think that ever got all the way around either. (laughs) No. That I remember when I was looking at it. Yeah. Because I think they originally intended it to go all the way around. I don't think it ever made it quite that far. Yeah. But anyway.
0: They never figured out how to make it past the electric water pageant uh, area. I don't think they had enough bricks either. Yeah, I don't know. And there's a lot of those bricks. I just don't know how. Yeah, I don't know how far it goes, but yeah. there's a lot of them.
1: Yeah, most of the, most of the time, I notice them or look at them. I see the ones that are over there near the, the poly walkway and uh, transportation ticket center. Yeah, and of course the ones right out in front of Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Other than that, I don't know that I even notice any of them.
0: <laughs> right. You know? The walkway to the contemporary, they have a lot of them. Until you get past like the security, and that's one of the reasons they gave was the they're expanding that security area from the walkway to the contemporary, and so that's one reason why they're they're ripping those out.
1: Yeah, when I look at this too, I mean, you, they probably didn't want to give you the original because the shape it's in, right? So you know, if you have one originally, at least you're going to be able to get a better. Uh, version version of it, some yeah. sort of memento.
0: And it's only ten bucks, yeah. so I don't think that's unreasonable for Disney to yeah. offer it for ten dollars.
1: I don't know how much it was to have these put down originally because we never actually, I mean, did yeah. one.
0: So. I remember that was considered, but I don't, no one ever did it in our family. So I remember hearing about it, like, oh, we should do that, or we thought about doing it, or you know, there was talk of it, but we never actually did it so but there's two places i remember one is magic kingdom and then the marketplace co-op in disney springs you can get your own you can customize your brick too and even people who didn't buy one you can buy a brick if you really want to i don't know why you'd want to buy a brick but if you want to you can do that uh,
1: yeah of course for much more than 10 bucks
0: I think I think the price was like thirty though. I I, I was surprised at well, how little that. Seemed. For
1: this, yeah, for the six-inch brick is twenty-nine ninety-nine. The eight-inch brick forty-nine
0: ninety-nine. Oh, okay. So and there you ornament. go. So it's still ridiculous, but.
1: Yeah, an ornament twenty-four ninety-nine plus tax, of course.
0: <laughs> an ornament.
1: Um, <laughs> all with customization included. It says though. Yeah. So. That is pretty good.
0: So it's probably at the D area, I guess, at the Marketplace Co-op. And the one in I Tomorrowland, I think, best is best the I other said, one? Well,
1: it says they're at the Tomorrowland Light and Power Company, or yeah, the yeah. Marketplace Co-op. So. Right, right. So that's where the D-Tech uh, Lab is. Yeah. It says these bricks were originally committed to be on display until 2011.
0: That's what I was trying to figure out. I don't remember that part of it. I thought it was one of those things, you're supposed to leave it there forever, that's what I thought, but I guess... I guess well, that's, that's what not...
1: probably people thought too about the graveyard over at Epcot. Yeah,
0: right. Doing those their faces on it.
1: Yeah, but, but that was, wasn't going to be forever either. Obviously. Yeah,
0: nothing lasts forever. Well, something that that is lasting longer. This is going to be a a story that uh, the parkology and ride every ride folks are going to be interested in because it is officially announced now that Rafiki's Planet Watch is going to reopen sometime this summer. There's no official date yet, but it is official that it will reopen. So that means for those uh, doing the challenges that uh, this one's going to be back on the schedule. So you're going to have to do Rafiki's Planet Watch, you know, the train to and from, which isn't a very short train ride. I've done that train ride before. It's not uh, short. So, and uh you know, you have to ride it there and back because there's that's the only way there and back, so it's a long uh train ride.
1: You know, I don't know if many people remember this, but the like the marquee, I guess you could say, for Rafiki's Planet Watch over there with all the animals and everything, they they originally were going with that at on like opening day at Animal Kingdom. I don't know mm-hmm. why they got changed you mean the front
0: it was going to be the original front front of the park front of the park yeah, yeah. i don't or know I can, why they got ugly. changed i guess they wanted to have the name out there i think it's ugly so yeah i, I yeah. guess that's why they did it
1: i just got to thinking about it i'm like what how many of this parks have the name right there at the gate but i guess both hollywood studios and the animal kingdom do i don't where's Epcot's name on the front of the park? Yeah. It's the least noticeable. Yeah.
0: I don't that. recall seeing Epcot's name. Yeah. Only in the yeah, original fountain when you walked in, it yeah. had the Epcot. But...
1: Cause if it's on the entrance, it's not very noticeable. That's yeah. all I'll say. Right. Um, of course at magic kingdom, it's more famous for the entrance to the parking, Right. but, uh, even it has it on the, the train the
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we well, trying to keep them somewhat unique Maybe they thought they Because they didn't have the name on that original Backdrop that they Needed to do it to keep consistency Yeah But going along with um, Animal Kingdom
0: mm-hmm.
1: That you were just talking about There's been some hours that have been extended As well Yeah. Which might Also favor people trying to do the Parkeology challenge on certain days. Um, the adjusted times, April 7th through the 28th, the park closes at 9.30 p.m., which was previously 8. April 29th through May 2nd, the park closes at 9 p.m., previously 8.30. Hmm. And May 3rd and 4th is going to close at 10, which was previously 8.30. So you get an extra hour and a half on the May the 3rd and the 4th. So hmm. will May the 4th extended be with you. Hours. Yeah. May the 4th be with you at Animal Kingdom
0: <laughs> Right So here, here's a quick Quick one that sort of goes along With that as well As we're continuing to piggyback On top of another piggyback yeah, uh, Dinosaur is going to start closing early After March 31st
1: Yeah Actually They're only really cutting it by a half hour Because this ride already closed A half yeah. hour earlier than the park anyway Oh, I see. So it's a full hour now. In general, yeah. I, it just wasn't like never made official. I I mean, I guess, but it still did. They usually.
0: So I wonder why. Is it just that people don't go back there to Dino Dinosaur area? Mm, Maybe they,
1: they. It's probably a way to conserve a little energy. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know about the other rides in that area of the park, though. I mean, it seems like the Carnival-esque side where Primeval Whirl and Triceratops Spin is seems to have pretty... is pretty well lit, I think, during that time.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah dinosaur so. Force is a little off by itself. Right. It's kind of off to the side. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Maybe that's why they uh, just oh, close it a whole hour early for that reason I mean it's not unusual Epcot I think Figment closes early so does the land obviously at dark it makes sense because you're going through the greenhouses and so there's certain attractions that close early at other parks too and of course the river boats and the Tom Sawyer Island rafts close early because you don't want to be over there after dark so um,
1: and it's quite possible that with dinosaur, they're just not seeing people in that area, like at yeah. that hour in general. Maybe they're not having very that's many my people guess. That
0: late, Because
1: yeah. I mean, I feel like at Animal Kingdom, uh, the late hours seem to be like most people are concentrated on the west side, I guess, or the left side of the park, particularly yeah. Pandora.
0: Right. I mean, <laughs> so, makes sense.
1: Yeah. I mean, even when we saw people doing the After Hours event, it seems as though the side that had Dinosaur and Everest and all that was literally emptied at the beginning of the night, at least, anyway. All right, so um, another quick one. The character parking lot signage has debuted at uh, Disney Hollywood Studios, the new ones. From what I see here, the mini parking lot, which was formerly called Stage, they have a Jessie that was formerly music, Mickey which was formerly Television, Buzz which was formerly the film lot, Olaf which was formerly the cast member lot, hmm. and a BB8 lot which was cast member and overflow parking. So they're um they're definitely expanding the parking in anticipation of needing it for Galaxy's Edge. Uh, just in case they do. Although, like I said, at the very open, we'll see how well that, I mean, how that's needed. I do notice that the Minnie and Mickey um, characters that they put on here are the new animation style, so, you know.
0: Mm, yeah, I, I do. So, well, so be it. M- well, Mickey and Minnie's runaway railway, obviously, is going to be a, a big True. headliner attraction, so that's why they're doing it. True. So, makes yeah. sense. And now so. they have Star Wars characters and everything else so Olaf is there and makes sense there you have it yeah just one more step away from being Hollywood Studios and just being a media park for Disney stuff I, yeah. I, IP world IP world yeah. um speaking of IPs going over to Epcot uh Disney released some new concept art and confirmed which I thought this was already confirmed, but that a crepe restaurant is going to be coming to an expanded France pavilion, basically the backside of the current France pavilion, that uh, is going to lead into the Ratatouille adventure, Remy's Ratatouille adventure attraction. You can get authentic French crepes from the head chef from Monsieur Paul the signature restaurant at the France pavilion. So he's going to uh have head the uh, menu. It's Jeffrey. uh oh, sorry, he's going to do the menu for this for the crepes. So I think this is cool. You know, crepes are good and it's something a little different. Always, I mean
1: Yeah, I've always enjoyed a crepe. Yeah. I thought it's at first, the first it was
0: going to be a street stand thing but it looks like an actual restaurant according to the concept art. So I think it would be cool. Yeah. Based on the concept art, it looks as though you're looking towards the Epcot Skyliner station and basically the right behind where Impressions de France is is where this building's going to be and you'll you know it'll it'll be behind where the current uh, France pavilion is so i'm excited about this i love the France pavilion the food there is amazing anyway and they have all kinds of food options and as we know Japan's getting another restaurant so this area of the park is going to be you know a foodie's uh, dream
1: all right so it was official as of yesterday that disney's acquisition of fox is now complete i know it seems like it's been a while since this first started and you're like you know it took this long for it to be com- considered complete i don't know why the time was 1202 a.m <laughs> yeah very strange very specific i'm surprised they didn't have the seconds down but i guess they want to make sure everything is finalized It'll be interesting to see going forward how this is going to change, you know, what they do. Because leading up until this was official, 20th Century Fox was supposed to go about business as usual, right? Right. And um, they pretty much did, with the exception of, like, um, I don't know, what was it, the last X-Men film? They, like, pretty much drug it out on purpose, I think. Mm -hmm. And it never got finished prior to this so I don't know what's going to happen with that now again I heard a discussion regarding this talking about like things like which means they would have the rights to the show The Simpsons right yeah it was rumored that they were going to cancel The Simpsons that's been you know they've been going on for what like 30 years or
0: more literally yeah.
1: now but they had talked about the reasoning being that they would cancel it so they could sell it the syndication rights pretty much
0: right, so they like could keep making and, uh, money off of it you, know.
1: right, and uh, it, that kind of makes sense because the product itself doesn't really fit into Disney, but it wouldn't be the first time that they've had such a product, yeah, you know, maybe they'll keep it and almost do kind of like when they were doing touch tone pictures, right, Back I think in the day, that's a lot what of touch tone pictures films could be like rated R or what have you and it wouldn't actually have the Disney name attached even though Disney would be benefiting from them. Exactly, yeah. I think that's what they'll do. So, yeah. uh, It'll be interesting to see what they do as far as like streaming. I don't know if they'll cross over too many things onto the Disney streaming service Um, because Fox itself had some sort of streaming, I think like FX or something. It'll be interesting to see how they do this. They may divvy some of it up though like we just mentioned and sell it of course, when this was all said and done, there was a portion of Fox, like sports and um, like the Fox News Corp part. I forgot what they were going to split off into a different entity.
0: Right. So obviously, because Disney owns ABC and uh, ESPN, so that was a conflict there. But other than that, right? Yeah, they didn't
1: want they didn't want them owning
0: too much of a monopoly in that field. Right. Yeah. So. We'll see how it goes from here. It's official, though. Speaking of Disney's movie franchises and whatnot, this uh, Pixar is something they acquired as well, and Toy Story 4 released the official trailer a few days ago for Toy Story 4. This is more than just the teaser. This is an actual trailer, and it, it seems to reveal a lot about the plot of the movie, and it shows Woody discovering forky who is the new plastic fork character that bonnie makes (laughs) and uh so he doesn't really care that i guess he comes to life because she made him a toy is very uh, i don't know There's a lot of things in toy story that are you know left unexplained that just go with it i guess they're going on a road trip and woody ends up with forky like after he jumps out the window and Then Woody stumbles on this looks like antique kind of toy store where he runs into Bo Peep. And that's where they meet up. And then it looks as though they end up at this like amusement park fair kind of thing. Which we knew that happened at some point. So it almost seems like this is in a way another kind of Toy Story 2 kind of story where it's a lot about Woody's journey this movie so and then the gang is trying to help find Woody again and then Bo Peep in this case uh, Woody finds her so I don't know it looks good I'm I'm wondering are they going back to the Toy Story 2 formula because of that one seems to be regarded as the best of the series but some people would debate that heavily um so I don't know it looks good I I'm excited for this one um you know, I'm I'm excited for it. I'm curious where the plot's going to go in the end that makes it so emotional for everyone involved. But Yeah,
1: this is one, you know, there's very few films that I'll go to the theater to watch. Uh, but now, especially with how much my daughter likes uh, the Toy Story franchise, I feel like this is one we'll probably make a trip to see. Yeah,
0: um, I'm sure I will too.
1: Not too far away either yeah june, june 21st.
0: 21st yeah it, it, this yeah i'm very interested in this movie it's it, like we didn't hear anything about it and all of a sudden boom it's it's here so a little strange it seems
1: like we've had yeah something like we've had so many things to distract us that some some of these other things just sneak up on us it's kind of <laughs> nice
0: yeah i guess so so the trailer's out there if you haven't seen it it was number one trending on youtube i know that so people are interested in it think it's going to be a good movie we'll see how it turns out though okay so the last thing that i can think
1: of i'm really interested in seeing is i came across this thing called stage 89 Mm -hmm. um it's kind of an event it says presented by walt disney world news today and walt disney world celebrations it's an unofficial celebration of all things 1989 at walt disney world
0: that sounds cool
1: um so the event date is april the 27th through may the 1st of 2019 it's going to be at walt disney world so if you're interested in in going to that you can go to basically stage89.com and uh register for it and it says a it's talking about it, it says come together to celebrate all things 1989 with us at walt disney world resort exclusive opportunities you can't get on your own plus surround yourself with like-minded Disney fans for a fun weekend. Um, and they show room blocks that they have uh, a group rate, All-Star Movies Resort
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, standard room 12908 plus a 13.5% tax per room per night. or a There's also a group rate for a preferred room at 145.75 plus 13.5% tax room per night for these for this event there's a few like things like there's a past event testimonial here that says they had the chance to attend flora fauna and fantasy event and say i'm sad it took me this long i walked into epcot for the first time first day of the event not really knowing anyone by the end of the day i felt like i knew some of the folks for a lifetime the core team members all were very friendly and welcoming and the schedule was a perfect mix of group and free time I never felt like I was missing anything because the way the events were set up were very fluid and natural. I am already planning for Studios 25. The only downside is the wait till the next event. Hmm. If you have the chance to make it out while a WWE Celebration event is planned, I would suggest including it in your vacation plans. So it doesn't give a ton of details of exactly what they're going to be doing with 89, but it sure sounds like um, it would be really cool if they can pull something together like taking you back to 1989 as far as the studios goes. Right, yeah. So that sounds pretty cool. I doubt I'll actually be able to attend something like this, but it's um especially how close it's coming up, but um it just seems cool to me, so.
0: Yeah. I thought I'd throw it out there. All right, so the last one that we're going to do for today is another thing that Disney released, the Play Disney Parks app that you can you can download this app now the Play Disney app is you can do things like when you're in the queue line for Toy Story Mania for example there's like games you can play and stuff like that that help pass the time there's other I think Seven Dwarfs Mind Train you can do stuff and there's trivia and different things but when you go into Galaxy's Edge it says the app is going to transform into a galactic datapad designed to help you, uh, guide you deeper and deeper into the adventure. So, uh, what they revealed on the, uh, screen capture, they showed of it anyway, uh, the four things you can do with this, with the Disney Play app in Galaxy's Edge will be translate galactic languages, both written and spoken. So apparently maybe you can record it it'll translate it for you or something like that or you can type something in maybe or take a picture of something and it'll translate it for you kind of like Google translate does but for weird Star Wars languages. Uh, another thing is uh, discover precious cargo and digital goods that can scan objects all around the spaceport including items hidden in uh, shipping crates and other containers so we talked about that during the, I think it was the Smuggler's Run queue line. That's part of what you'll be able to do while you're in the queue line, is see what's in some of the uh, crates. Another thing is it says tune into certain communications that are going to be sent by the planet's many residents to uncover stories and secrets throughout the land and unscramble transmissions that are being sent from far, far away. And the last thing is you'll be able to use it to hack into the land's many devices and control panels and droids. So that that ought to be interesting. Um, I feel like some of this is going to be kind of like the Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom or the stuff at Epcot you can do around World Showcase or the Pirate, Captain Jack's Pirate thing in, in Adventureland that you can take control of certain objects or, you know, interact with other things uh, while you're walking around the land or in the queue for a ride or something. So, it looks cool. I'm excited about... I think this is, you know, another step in the interactivity, immersiveness that they're uh, promising. So, it's pretty cool. Good deal. Alright, well, that's gonna do it for the news today. As always, you can visit our website, which is travelingwiththemouse.com. And you can email us podcast at travelingwiththemouse.com. We also have a Patreon page where we will be uploading extra stuff there. So keep checking on that and consider supporting the show that way. Patreon.com slash TWTM podcast.
1: We are also on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at TWTM Podcast. And we have a spreadshirt store in which you can buy your exclusive TWTM merchandise. You may have seen the shirts if you followed the archaeology challenge. Uh, Adam and uh, J- uh, Jason were both wearing them. That is
0: shop.spreadshirt.com
1: slash TWTM
0: so for Joan Merton, my name is Adam Brown, and we will see you on our next trip.